Let's talk about the Amazon affiliate program. It's a great way to make passive income online, but there's a few warnings and cautions that you need to know because if you ignore them, they'll kick you out of their program. The reality is there's a lot of people who are making a few cents a day with their Amazon affiliate program, and then there's others who are completely replacing their nine to five incomes with it. But what is their secret sauce? How are they doing this? Well, in this episode, I'm going to show you some of the do's and don'ts and the things you need to do to stay in Amazon's good graces. But also by the end of this episode, if you have yet to start or if you already have an account over at the Amazon affiliate program, I'm gonna show you how you can increase your Amazon affiliate commissions just like that. Let's discuss. And welcome back to the Blogger Evolution. My name is Chris and here we talk about building passive income streams that work for you so you don't have to. So glad to have you here this week. We are going to have a blast in this particular episode. This is going to be part one of a two-part series that we're putting together so that you can understand what you need to do with Amazon and what you don't need to do with Amazon in order to stay with them and make the maximum amount of money you possibly can passively with your niche website or blog. Now, if you're watching this on YouTube, welcome, glad to have you here. If you're listening to this on Apple or on Spotify, I believe that's where most of you are listening, glad to have you here as well. It's so wonderful to be able to talk shop because I can talk about this stuff literally all day because it's just a passion of mine. So what can I say? But anyway, affiliate marketing is great and everyone always talks about it. There's tons of podcasts, there's tons of YouTube channels that talk about affiliate marketing, but getting people to actually see your stuff, getting traffic to these affiliate offers is the part that a lot of people just shy away from. They don't even really talk about it. They just talk about what affiliate marketing can do, but don't really tell you how to get traffic to those affiliate marketing products. And in my opinion, the best way to do this, especially without bugging friends, without bugging family, is to start a passive income blog and get some organic traffic from Google. Now, if you are uh, looking for some help on how to do that, be sure to go check out a free training that I have over there at bloggerevolution.com slash workshop. That's bloggerevolution.com slash workshop. I'll be sure to put a link down in the description. There is a step-by-step -step video that I will show you exactly what you need to do and how you need to do it so that you can get the right eyeballs on the right affiliate offers and you can make the most amount of money possible especially if you're going to be using amazon and you can do all of this with about 30 minutes to an hour a day it's not that bad at all so be sure to go check out that training and i'll see you on the other side but let's go ahead and jump in so this is going to be a two-parter um instead of just drawing throwing 10 of these things down your throat i figured let's go ahead let's do five on this one and we'll do five in the next episode so let's go ahead and take care of the first one of this this is going to be the do's and don'ts and let's start with a don't this is what you shouldn't do with the amazon affiliate program and i like to call this smelling your own brand okay so this if there was ever a no-no when it comes to your uh, having an account with Amazon and trying to make money with them, if there was ever a no-no, this is the no-no of all no-nos, all right? This one thing will get you kicked out of Amazon faster than anything else. So you need to listen up. So when you sign up for the Amazon Associates affiliate program, you're no doubt excited. You're like, yes, I can finally, you know, this is the first part of making some money online. I can't wait to start referring this to maybe friends and family, even though I don't recommend it, but 
putting it onto your blog, maybe you have a YouTube channel or something, you're gonna go ahead and just put as many links as you possibly can everywhere and just hope that people click and go through it. I get it. But sometimes you look at it and you realize that if someone clicks this link, then you're gonna get a paid percentage of whatever it is that they buy on Amazon. So what's to stop you from buying something with your own link and then just pocketing the difference? There's really nothing that can stop you from doing that because there's a building pressure that this could be a good idea. Just think about it. You buy something for $100 on Amazon and you make a 5% commission on it. You know, that's 5% off of the product you just bought. Is that right? Unfortunately, it's not right at all. It's completely wrong and you should never, ever do this. Uh, one of two things is going to happen if you do that. Number one, you might see the credit uh, for the click and the purchase in your Amazon back office, but it's probably going to show $0, a $0 commission. Or even worse, you might receive an email from Amazon politely telling you to get out and leave and you've been kicked out of the program. Thanks for playing. Don't collect $200 on your way out you're done, okay? Those are gonna be the two things you need to worry about the most. This is what I like to call smelling your own brand. You have to also be careful with this because if you are trying to send your link to friends and family and just get them to click on it, maybe you email it to them or you text it to them or something like that, I don't know how they do it. They're, they're way smarter over there at, at Bezos land, you know, over there at Amazon, but somehow they find out. They know exactly what they're doing over there and you are going to get caught. If you don't get caught now, you're going to get caught somewhere in the future. And if you've really built up the Amazon affiliate program to the point to where you're making a decent income from it and then it's cut off, yeah, that's 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 not cool. That's not cool at all. Amazon likes to know where their conversions are coming from so they can further optimize. If Amazon does anything right, is they are a conversion machine. If someone lands on Amazon, I mean, think about your own experience. How many times have you landed on Amazon only to buy one thing for 20 bucks and ended up having 100 bucks charged to your cart? It just happens. Amazon Prime makes it even that much more easier. So if you're just trying to use the Amazon affiliate program to get yourself a discount on stuff, that's not even in the spirit of what the affiliate program is there to do in the first place, right? So you're working against what Amazon is trying to do and that's wrong. You shouldn't do that because it's going to get you kicked out of the program. So here's some actionable advice on what you should do. Try your best to not click on your links, like at all. Uh, click, and if you do have to click on them, click on them as infrequently as possible. Um, really the only times that I would ever click on one of my Amazon affiliate links is if I'm trying to make sure it leads to the right place. And if I'm trying to see if a product that I'm promoting on one of my niche sites actually is still on sale and still available. Other than that, don't touch them at all, just, just please don't, all right? So don't smell your own brand, all right? Number two, this is one thing you should do when it comes to your Amazon affiliate program is tell them what to do. Now trust me on this one because this is going to increase the number of people who click on your affiliate links, which means you're going to make more money. All right. I use this same trick on my Project Colvin case study. If you haven't watched it, there's a series of about seven or eight videos so far. We're right in the middle of it. Um, and I show you a few of the tricks that I'm doing to grow a niche site. So uh, I'll be sure to link that down in the description as well so that you can check out the playlist of the Project Colvin case study. But when I implemented this same strategy of tell them what to do, my Amazon clicks doubled literally overnight and sustained day after day after day.
So if you've ever done CPR training and, uh, you know, if someone is passed out or, you know, they need they need CPR, you know, when that person is down laying on the ground, a lot of if there's a lot of people around, they might gather around with the one person who knows what they're doing when it comes to CPR. Now, usually the direction is you don't want to just say, hey, someone call 911 and start uh, uh, administering the CPR. You're supposed to look up, point out a person and say, hey, you need to call 911. It's even better if you know their name. Hey, John, call 911, point at them and get them to do it. The reason for this is because most people are spectators. Most people are not leaders, they're followers. So when it comes to social media, we're used to just standing on the side and just seeing what's happening. This is why it's so annoying sometimes when you see these terrible uh, videos on social media. And instead of doing something about what's happening, people will break out their phones and record it. Yeah, that, I mean, that's a whole nother argument for another day. But the idea there is you need to point out someone and tell them what to do. Knowing this human nature lets us know when our in our blogs, in our niche sites, that we need to call out our audience and tell them directly, click on this link and go check out the latest prices on Amazon. It's perfectly okay to put that in your blog. Say it very, very specifically. This does a number of things. Number one, it increases the confidence that the user has that what they are clicking on is bringing them to a legitimate site. So if they have more confidence knowing that, okay, if I click this, I'm just going to end up on Amazon, a website that I know and use all the time, that I trust, that's the big thing, that I trust, then they're more likely to click on it and then go on to hopefully purchase something. This is going to increase your link clicks to Amazon probably tenfold if you haven't done it before. Remember that we need to get them to click the link just so that their computer or whatever can finally be cookied and Amazon can see, okay, this person clicked it using you know, Chris's referral link. And now if they buy anything on Amazon, then guess who gets the commission? It doesn't even have to be the thing that they clicked on. That's a thing that a lot of people don't know as well. If they click on a link and go to Amazon, they don't have to buy that one thing. If they buy anything on Amazon within 24 hours, you are going to get the commission for it. So how, do we, how can we do this practically? When you reference a product in your blog, say explicit, explicitly, go here and uh, check out the latest prices on Amazon. Or, hey, click here to see what it's like on Amazon. Or click here to see what people are saying about it on Amazon as well. Trust me, do a, uh, an analysis of how many clicks you're getting to Amazon right now. And then make this change to the top 10% of the articles that are getting the most traffic on your site. And then watch those Amazon affiliate links probably double or triple overnight. Now, the number three thing that you should not do, this is a don't, that you shouldn't do on Amazon is what I like to call spoil the surprise. Don't spoil the surprise. Aside from getting kicked out of the program, this is going to also hurt your Amazon affiliate conversions, as in people who become buyers after they click your link. 
you got to remember, people love surprises. You ever you ever heard of uh, gender reveal parties when someone's going to have a baby and it's decided to have a whole bunch of people over and say, OK, let's go ahead and figure out what this baby's going to be. And usually they'll have it tucked away in an envelope. Not even the mom or dad knows. Usually it's like the aunt or the sister or somebody who is trying to facilitate the entire thing. And uh, they put the gender in an envelope or maybe they have balloons and they pop the balloons and whatever colors. It's a whole ordeal. Right. But the whole idea here is that people show up to these things. And I remember our own gender reveal party. I think we had like 50 people there. And it all leads up to that one moment when it's time to reveal the gender. We're talking balloons. We're talking pins, ribbons. People are guessing if it's going to be a boy or girl before it even happens. People are wearing blue or wearing pink or whatever. It even, it's even on sh all over social media. Some of the better videos on social media are the ones that lead up to whatever the gender is. And usually there's some nervousness, especially for the parents, you know, as to what they're going to have. I mean, palms are sweaty. Maybe they're feeling anxious and nervous that this next moment could literally mean the rest of their lives. You know, are they going to be buying, you know, G.I. Joe dolls? Or are they going to be buying Barbie dolls? You know, it just, it just depends, right? And the buildup for this is completely insane. But then finally, the big reveal happens and everybody shouts and screams and it's exciting and it's fun. And whatever it is that they're having, usually we're already pretty happy about it in the first place. So how does this tie in with what we are doing? Well, if everyone knew the gender, would they show up in the first place? That would spoil the surprise. The whole thing is leading up to that one moment, but there's no buildup if everybody already knows. So when it comes to your affiliate link, don't spoil the surprise by listing the price. Do not list the price of a product that you're referencing. Number one, this can get you kicked out of Amazon. You don't want to do this. And another reason why you don't want to do this is because Amazon prices are always changing. There's always a sale here. There's always a price adjustment there. And if you list the price on your blog, that's not going to change. So unless you can find a way to update every time you mention the price on your website every 24 hours, just don't list it at all. And another reason why you don't want to do this is because, again, you don't want to spoil the surprise. If people know what the price is going in, they may not click it to see if they would even consider purchasing it. If they go through and think, oh, man, this thing is $100, then I'm not going to click it because I'm not even going to look at it. But if they click it and go look at it on Amazon and say, oh, there's a deal, it's not 100 bucks, it's really only $90, I might go ahead and take that opportunity. But I'll never know that if you list a price on your blog and I don't click. It becomes a barrier for people to click on the actual link. It's going to hurt your conversion. So don't list the price on your blog. One thing that I like to do when it comes to my blogs in this situation, we kind of mentioned it before, is just simply say, click here to check the latest price on Amazon. Just something that simple will increase the amount of people whose curiosity is going to get the better of them, and they click the link anyway. And worst case scenario in some situations, they click on the link just to see what the price is, realize that, oh yeah, I forgot I had this big screen TV in my cart, let me go ahead and pay for it. Now, you get commission for the big screen TV just because you sent them to Amazon. The number four strategy that you shouldn't do when it comes to your Amazon uh, affiliate program is do not fake the funk. 
Now, faking the funk can get you kicked out of an affiliate program or really an Amazon affiliate program pretty easily as well. It is a little subjective, but you would want to avoid this at all costs. Usually what I call faking the funk on your blog or niche site, it's lazy. It's the easy way out. And that is creating poor content. Look, we need content on our sites. We need to attract eyeballs. So we need to create good content. But there's ways to fake the content and still rank on Google. Google is an ever-changing project. There's always going to be people out there who are trying to game the system so that they can get their blogs ranked as high as possible in a very huge velocity, trying to uh, create as many blog posts as they possibly can, get as many of them to rank as they possibly can, just so that they can funnel people to whatever products they're trying to promote. But there are some shady ways to create content. Those types of people out there are doing things like spinning content. A spun content is basically content that already exists on the internet, and then you just reword it or have a program reword it. That's kind of reminiscent to what some AI tools do nowadays. A lot of AI tools just read what's, well, actually, that's, excuse me, that's actually what they do. They read what's already out there on the internet and then reword it in a way to where it's not plagiarized. AI content, if it's not edited well, and you just take whatever it spits out, I don't care if this is Word Hero or Jasper or whatever, you know, uh, AI content tool that you happen to be using, if you don't actually look at it and infuse a human portion to it, then even if you get away with it now, it's going to get caught eventually in a future with a future Google update. Another uh, bad way to put content out there or faking the funk with your blog is to put copied content on there. I remember back in the day, uh, if someone copied articles onto your site, you used to have a leg to stand on by filing what uh, I think it's called a DMCA notice. But nowadays, even if you were to file a DMCA notice, there's no guarantee that that content's going to be taken down. So people are uh, taking advantage of the situation because Google's not enforcing it so hard. But you know who is enforcing it hard? Amazon. Amazon's going to continue. And if they look at your site and they see that the content is spun content, poor AI content, just straight up copied content from somebody else, they reserve the right to terminate your Amazon affiliate account. So be careful because even if you're doing it the shady way, it might last for a while, but you're going to eventually get caught. So what is it that mean you can do right now to make sure that we don't have this type of uh, content on our site and knowing that our content isn't poor? Well, number one, be original. Have good original content on your blog. There's nothing better than getting some good, mwah, great, unique research. And unique research usually is going to take a little bit more extra time to put together. If you're doing an interview or maybe you need to get some statistics, there's nothing wrong with calling the top five places in your area and getting their opinion on it and then putting that information into your blog. That's unique and almost guaranteed that I have anyone else on the internet have that information. So use original and unique content all the time. If you're going to be using AI or artificial intelligence, be sure to add your voice to the text. Don't just take what the uh, tool is spitting out to you. Remember, it's a writing assistant. It's not supposed to be writing for you. 
So take the content that the AI tool is giving you, add your own voice to it. Maybe add a story to it. Maybe make it more interesting as if an actual human being said it. Use words like I and me versus you and they. That way, people can see through the writing that there's actually another person on the other side. Be specific. Have anecdotal stories, you know. Have, uh, I don't even know if the word anecdotal stories, but have anecdotes in your writing to show that you know what you're talking about and that you could help the person who stumbles on this article. So that's number four. Number five is called walking the walk. This is what you should do when it comes to Amazon affiliate program is walk the walk. So there's a phrase out there, honesty is the best policy. And that's never more true than it is right now when we're talking about the Amazon affiliate program, because this is also going to help increase the clicks on your site to Amazon, which will then make you more money. Always remember this principle, especially when it comes to marketing and trying to get people to buy your stuff. People don't buy products. People buy people. There's a little thing out there called the KLT, know, like, and trust factor. If you can get people to know, like, and trust you, chances are they're going to buy anything that you recommend as long as it's a good product. You want those true fans who like and love you. And as long as they trust you with whatever you recommend, whatever you're recommending, then chances are they're going to go ahead and buy it anyway because they know that you wouldn't steer them wrong. This is why it takes integrity to be an influencer nowadays. I can't tell you how many times I've seen people just promote stuff just for a few extra dollars. But if you actually use a product, and that's the key here, if you actually use a product, you're walking the walk and your audience trusts you, then they're going to buy the things that you recommend. They're going to stick around longer. You're going to have lifelong fans who are going to buy your stuff. And this is going to increase your CTR. So when it comes to your content, always be honest. In fact, be brutally honest in some situations. If, you're, if everything that you write about or talk about is always in a positive light, then some people can look at that and think, well, why is it always happy? What's, what's, where's the other shoe going to drop? It's okay to talk about the negatives of a product. It's even better if you own the product that you are promoting. If you own it, you can give a good, honest review on it. Plus, you're going to be able to connect more with your audience this way. I remember using this type of strategy um, when I was first getting started. I was getting maybe the dwell time or the amount of time that people were staying on my site was like 30 seconds to a minute. Then I started being honest and sometimes brutally honest, where if something wasn't 100% hunky-dory, I would tell you about the negatives, and then, but also tell you about the positives as well. And instead of that 30 seconds to a minute, all of a sudden my dwell time on my on my website on average was over five minutes per page. When people landed on my pages, they were reading. They were uh, reading the entire article in some instances. But most importantly, they trusted what I had to say. They clicked on the affiliate link. They went to Amazon and they bought what I recommended. So again, just as some actual um actionable advice for you to follow. 
buy the product if you can. Even if you have to uh, uh, review it and then immediately return it to get the money back, just do that. Um, and if you if that's even not an option for you, then if you have a site and you're getting traffic, reach out to the brand. Remember, you are a business. You have more power than you think you do. You're a business. Reach out and say, hey, I have this site that talks about X, Y, Z, and I would love to review your product. Could you send me a review copy? In a lot of instances, they'll say, sure, send it to they'll send it to you. And then all they really would probably want you to do is, number one, they might actually just keep it, which would be cool. Or number two, they might just ask you to return it. Just say, hey, just, just, just don't break it and bring it and send it back to us. But remember that you, your business, your blog is a brand and use that. Be active in your niche. Walk the walk. And when you do that, you'll know what the latest trends, you'll know what the latest, hottest things that are out there. And if a new product's popping up and there's not that much content on the internet about it, and you are able to get it and actually create some content, you're going to be ranked number one in Google because no one else is talking about it. Be active in your niche. When it comes to hiring writers, I know a lot of us are hiring writers to write the majority of the content on our sites. Make sure that they know what they're talking about. Before you hire them, see if they have any experience in the niche that they're going to be writing for on your blog. And if you ask them to do a review, it might be better to buy the product and have it sent to them so that they can use it. Real people can tell when non-real people are creating content and they're just throwing it out there just to rank on Google and get people to click. The real people who are in the niche, if you are not writing content in a way that speaks to them using the uh, uh, the words that they would normally use in that niche, then they're going to see right through whoever wrote that content and it's not going to do very well. It may rank on Google, but it may not get many clicks to Amazon. So, so far, those are the five things that you should do to be sure that you are getting the most clicks on Amazon, some of the do's and don'ts to stay in Amazon goods graces. So just to review, number one, don't smell your own brand. Number two, do tell them what to do. Number three, don't spoil the surprise. Number four, don't fake the funk. And number five, do walk the walk. So if you're watching this on YouTube, have you been in a similar situation? Have you used any of these? Maybe I've missed a particular tip that uh, you've been able to use to increase your clicks to Amazon. Let me know down in the comments. Now, when it comes to trying to get eyeballs to our affiliate programs, that's really the most important part of this entire process. We can set up a blog. We can put as many Amazon affiliate program uh, links as we want on our blogs. But if no one is showing up to our site, then no one's clicking on these links, which means no one's making any purchases, which means we're not making any money. So if you want help building massive traffic to your site and then have your sites optimized in a way that can make the most money with affiliate marketing, be sure to go check out a free training that I have over at bloggerevolution.com slash workshop. That's bloggerevolution.com slash workshop. I show you step-by-step -step how to build a free passive income resource, and I show you exactly how to do it, exactly how I was able to build my blogging business and honing in specifically on affiliate marketing to the point to where I was able to ditch my nine to five, retire my wife, have all of this, I don't want to say fun, but I mean, it is, it is fun to be able to not have a nine to five, you know? 
I show you exactly how I do that. And you can do this for about an hour a day. If you have about an hour a day, then this is something that can work for you. There's no excuse to not get started. It's a free training, by the way. So go check it out, bloggerrevolution.com slash workshop.